0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. You know the show Ghost Whisperer? Well, the woman who inspired it all is joining me today, Marianne Winkowski, is here. And you know, she's got a book. It's called Beyond Delicious, the Ghost Whisperer's Cookbook. More than 100 recipes from the dearly departed. And I am so glad to talk to you today. Not just about food, but all of your experiences. And as you put it, Marianne, your gift. And it is a gift. Yeah. So tell me from day one, when did you realize there was something going on with you?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Grandma started taking me to funerals when I was four years old. And because everybody attends their funeral. Every spirit is right there. And and I'm Catholic and I went to Catholic school and I'm certainly old enough where the nuns will wore full garb back then. Right. Okay. And... And I have since renamed her affectionately Sister Mary Altercloth. But she's <laughs> the one that is, she she really got in my face when I tried to tell her that I saw this creepy looking man hanging around one of the little girls. And she patted me on my head and she says, oh, it's just her guardian angel. I don't know if you have ever been in a Catholic school, grade school, but the pictures of guardian angels on the walls Wings, halos. Yeah, not creepy. Yeah, no. And so I thought, oh, I got to go home and tell my grandmother about this. And that's what she told me. Not everybody could do it. I thought everybody could see. And why would I think anything different? Yeah, at four, of course. Yeah, well, I was. this was seven. So, But again, I still, and I was the oldest of my siblings. And so, well, why would they do it? I'm the big sister. I could do it. And I just thought everybody could do it. As a matter of fact, she said, you can't tell anybody, you're going to get your mom and dad in trouble. My poor husband, I was married to him for two years before I told him I could do it, because I didn't want him to think he was married to a nut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's funny, because I think it was about a year ago, I had a psychic on the show, and Uh he said, you know what, it's a... Thin veil, Amy. It's a very thin veil. And you can see the other side of the veil. Is that a good way to put it? This is
1: interesting. I am not a medium. I'm not a psychic medium. I have no psychic abilities at all. Right. When you die, or people that have had near-death experiences, they talk about that real bright white light. Well, when you die, it is right there. I mean, your last breath, kaboom, the white light. Now that white light stays with you for about 48 to 72 hours after your last memorial service, which in most cases is the cemetery. As soon as the priest or the minister has the final prayer service, if you're cremated, there is still a memorial service and the spirit would be standing right to the left of the person talking. When that's over, that white light will stay with them for 48 to 72 hours you can go snooping through people's houses. Nobody's going to know you're there. You can go anywhere you want, but you're going to notice that that light gets smaller and smaller. It disappears. If you don't go into it, now you're stuck. Now you are an earthbound spirit, which are the kind I see and talk to. Now a God. psychic medium, they talk to the ones that went into the light the ones that are already where they're supposed to be. So I don't see what these see. They don't see what I see. Two different kinds of spirits. So
0: now tell me, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to uh, Marianne Winkowski, the ghost whisperer. We are going to talk about her cookbook, but I just have to get this background (laughs) info. So uh, why don't they go into the light? What separates them? There's
1: all kinds of reasons. Say a young mother uh, steps off a curb and gets hit by a bus. She's got a four-year-old at home and a two-month-old. She going to leave her kids?: go. Of course not. Um, a young kid, 17, 18 years old, drunk, wraps his car around a tree. There he is standing at his, the foot of his casket. "I'm not going to that light, no one's going to make me." So he doesn't go.
0: So did, is that sort of a life of, uh, what's that when you're
1: caught in between? Is it a life
0: of purgatory or an afterlife you know, of purgatory? Ask,
1: I do work for all kinds of different religious organizations. And I've asked priests, ministers, rabbis, is that purgatory? Is it limbo? What is? Is it hell Yeah, that they're stuck in? Yeah. I mean, you know what? They don't know. Yeah. They don't know.
0: So when these um, people, these departed people, and what do you refer to them as? Earthbound spirits. Earthbound spirits. Okay. Right. When these earthbound spirits, do you think they're reaching out to you or you no. just happen to be able to see them?
1: No. Unless I look at them, catch their eye, wink at them, they don't even know I can see them. I mean, you know, I love the shirts that say, I see dead people, you know. Yeah. If I didn't have that on, <laughs> they wouldn't know. And the same thing happens. I get invited probably... Oh, I could do three funerals a day, seven days a week. I get invited to funerals every day of the week. But think about it. If you could talk to your loved one for the last time, and sometimes it's more than where's the key to the safety deposit box. Right. You oh, know, definitely. it's other stuff too. Yeah. Last six years is the password for the computer, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so but but and and it's interesting because when the person knows the spirit They can get all kinds of information. It's really helpful like that.
0: How do they get it? I mean, are they actually speaking to To, you? Yeah,
1: I see a spirit like I see you. Wow. Hair color, eye color. I don't see mists or shadows or shadow people or, and that is how some people see them. Okay. Your kids, I'm going to tell you, kids are terrific. If your kid is in bed with you every night at two o'clock in the morning, they're afraid to go down the basement by themselves. They don't want to go upstairs by themselves and they're talking to somebody that's not an imaginary friend. They are talking to somebody.
0: Now you know every parent listening now is going to let that child come in the bed and (laughs) let them sleep with the lights on. Yeah, but they could be talking to their guardian angel. My daughter used to come in my bed every night at 2 o'clock. I'm going to have to go home and talk to her.
1: How old is she now? She's 20. Oh, yeah. She may not remember. And when mothers call me about kids... Having imaginary friends or, or, uh, they're going, they didn't do it, he did it. Who's he? Yeah. I don't get too worried about it. When you are earthbound and you don't cross over, you stay the same age. You have the same personality, same personality. You don't get taller, shorter, skinnier, nothing. You stay (laughs) identically the same. And so when a mom calls and says, I don't know who she's talking to, I don't get too worried about it because your child gets older every day. The ghost kid does not. Didn't you ever oh, wonder why the imaginary friends disappear? Because your kid got older. So they just moved over to a they, house with a younger right, kids. Right, they weren't interested in playing with that older That's kid. Right. That's exactly what they, People try to make this so hard. It's not. It's oh, easy. Oh, you are so
0: interesting. This is amazing. Well, on the show, The Ghost Whisperer, yes. it seemed like always it was... Dastardly ghosts, bad ghosts, all the time, and and you're not saying you're saying that's not necessarily true. Four at all.
1: sentences each week was true; the rest was Hollywoodized. Yeah, and I, the producers and the creator, after the first three months, I was like a wild woman. I, you can't do that. They don't do. You don't walk through. You. They're not bloody. They're not gory. The body is what's mangled. The spirit's always whole. They don't hold their heads. They're not missing limbs. So, even if someone was in a,
0: a terrible crash, what you're going to see is the what spirit they were. that is whole. Right. right. Not right. the
1: body that's mangled. Right. Never. Right. Never. Right. And he said, okay, get your head around this. It's not a ghost documentary every week, it's entertainment. Yeah. I says, but I've got people calling me 15 minutes after. Why are you letting them do that? You told us that couldn't happen. And. And why are her tatas sticking out so much? <laughs> <laughs> like I have anything to say about them. that. the clothes that
0: you know she you wore. You were just the inspiration that's after right. all.
1: There's only two things Jennifer Love Hewitt and I have in common. Brown eyes. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's it. Oh, so, that's but funny. no, it's it was really odd and and he started laughing. He says, "Marianne," he says, "you live in Ohio." He says, that's the only state that knows this isn't true. The other 49 states thinks it is. That's right.
0: That's (laughs) right. Well, I've got to say, it is amazing. And, and, you know, you you make it seem so, I mean, I believe this is what you're seeing. I believe this is what you're experiencing. And that's amazing to me. It just really is. You know, it's
1: I wouldn't know what it's like not to go someplace and not see a ghost. Yeah, because they're everywhere.
0: So when you go, let's just say you're at a cocktail party and there's a ghost or two around. Do you tell everyone at the party, no. or oh, so you just no. keep it very quiet?
1: No, no. I don't. If you don't ask me, I don't tell you. It's none of my business. Now, if I was in somebody's house and I knew they had a ghost there, that was either. Messing with their children or messing with their pets, then I would definitely say something. But if it's just a generic ghost hanging out, oh no. It's just somebody. And there's some people that know that. And you know what? They really don't want to know, so they don't ask. And that's fine with me, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Exactly. I was sure to
0: be like, what do I do? Move? Yeah. <laughs> right. And you don't have to. I can take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. you really can. So oh, I go
1: to people's houses every day. This That's my job. I go and clear it out. Talk to the ghost, see why they're there. The homeowner gets to ask all kinds of questions. I create that white light that they lost when they died, and I watch them walk into it when I can't see them anymore. They're where they need to be. Oh, that's so cool. So I want to go see this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. I want to have it be take,
0: take your friendly uh, radio host to work day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: really amazing.
1: there's been some disc jockeys that actually. Have come with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And did
1: it on the radio live. Yeah. Oh, I think it would be really
0: cool. Yeah. I really, I I would, someday I want to talk to you about that. Okay. I think it would be really cool. Well, the funny thing is the cookbook. Yes. The cuisine from the dearly departed. This is really great because you've got a story that goes with each recipe. And today we're going to talk about the malted butterscotch bars and Leslie inheriting
1: the old family drugstore. Right. Apparently years, years ago, the apothecaries or the drug stores had a lunch counter or the fountains where you could get, you know, your sodas and all of that stuff and everything. And apparently there were no kitchens, so to speak. So they would have people that would bake and bring the stuff in so that they could sell cookies or or butterscotch bars or whatever. And... When she inherited the old drugstore, the lady that made the butterscotch bars, her ghost was there. And so she had never known what the recipe was for that. And that's how we got the recipe. So you asked? Sure, you just
0: asked her. Right? I love (laughs) that. There's some living people I'd like you to pull the recipes out of. (laughs) Well, how many people
1: do you know that are alive, that when they give you a recipe, they always leave out one ingredient? Oh, I know. Oh, see, I, I think that's that. so mean. It's either say, you know, I don't want, I don't I don't want to share. Exactly. Don't don't waste all that money on exactly. ingredients when it doesn't come out. Exactly. That's terrible. Exactly. And that's why a couple of the ghosts in this book did not cross over because they had been so mean like that. Unfinished business. See? So that's
0: why it's that unfinished business. But you can help them finish the business. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, you are so interesting. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. you got to get the book, Beyond Delicious, The Ghost Whisperer's Cookbook, More Than 100 Recipes from the Dearly Departed. And I'm going to put Marianne, well, actually, it's not Marianne Winkowski's recipe. It's The Ghost's Recipe for Malted (laughs) Butterscotch Bars. On Amystable.com, and I'm sure you have a website we can send people to. Marianne Winkowski.com. Awesome. It has been great to talk to you. Oh, really a for pleasure. Having me. Thanks. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q It's Amy's Table with Amy
1: Tolman. Yeah.
0: Q102.